I'm Kara, and welcome to Soul Inspiring Business. I believe that all of us possess unique gifts and talents that allow us to serve the world and our own growth in the highest possible way. Our lives are an expression of our thoughts, beliefs, and actions. And here, we will explore businesses, thought leaders, and topics designed to inspire, helping propel your own growth so you can live your best and most purposeful life. Welcome to Soul Inspiring Business. Welcome back to the Soul Inspiring Business Podcast. I'm your host, Kara Chafin Donofrio. And from now through the end of the year, I'm actually going to do, uh, we've got four episodes left. So I'm going to do four solo shows coming into the new year. I'm super excited to share with you some awesome guests and interviews and We'll get back into interviewing some really incredible thought leaders. But as we close out the year, I was trying to think of what would be super impactful to our listeners. And, and I want to thank you for being here and all your support. And I was thinking that what we would do is actually dissect one of my favorite books. It's a very quick and easy read. If you're looking at the video form of this, I've got the cover book up. We'll link it in the show notes, but it's called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And there's just four simple agreements, but I thought as we close out this year, which it is hard to believe we're closing out the year, as we close out the year, what would be super impactful to all of you and really to myself as a review and I thought reviewing these agreements would be would be a great way to kick off the new year because I think if we can really get what uh, Don Miguel Ruiz is trying to tell us, I think we could really begin the new year in a very powerful way. And so the four agreements, I'll share them all with you. Uh, the first one is being impeccable with your word. The second agreement is don't take anything personally. The third agreement is don't make assumptions. And the fourth agreement is breaking old agreements. Again, I thought each of these really deserves a special episode. These aren't going to be too long, so hopefully they're easy for you to just listen to in the car or wherever you are. But I thought that, again, they're really powerful words to live by. And this book, in many ways, changed my thinking and my direction and and just overall thought patterns on how I saw life and moving me in a different direction. And so I thought if it had that impact on me, what a great review and refresher it would be. And hopefully it, it has the same effect for you all as well. So the first agreement we're going to talk about today is being impeccable with your word. And I'll just share an excerpt from the book because I think the author says it very well. So just taking the words from the page, right? It says, why your word? Your word is the power that you have to create. Your word is the gift that comes directly from God. The gospel of John in the Bible, speaking of the creation of the universe says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word is God. So through the word, you express your creative power. It is through the word that you manifest everything. Regardless of what language you speak, your intent manifests through the word. What you dream, what you feel, what you really are will all be manifested through the word. And I think, and he goes on to say that the word is not just a sound or a written symbol, 
but it is a force. It carries with it energy and you can truly create things through the written word, through the speaking form, and even through the thoughts. Our thoughts carry words and and words ha- are a powerful tool that we can use. They're like magic, but they can also have great, because of their power, they have the power to heal, to transform, to create, and they also have the power to destroy everything around you. And so that's why I think understanding how we can be impeccable in our word is so important. And then he goes on to say, and I I actually didn't know this definition, so I thought I'd share it with you, but the word impeccability, what does that mean? So impeccability means without sin. And impeccable comes from the Latin peccatus, which means sin, and then im means without. So the word impeccable means without sin. So how can we be without sin in our word? And I think when we think about sin, it brings up religious uh, notions. But I think from this place, if we look at just how are we more impeccable with our word, it's, it's not about religion. It's about actually how can we be the word sin actually takes on a very common sense application, right? How can we not go against ourselves or other people? How can we be super conscious of what we're speaking into being or how we're speaking about others? And I think this is all knowing this, right, has two big implications. And the first is, how do we speak to ourselves? What is the internal dialogue that's going on behind the scenes? And what kind of things are we telling ourselves? Because you've heard me say it before, and I'll say it again, but whether you are aware of it or not, you are in conscious creation. So you're consciously creating and you're unconsciously creating through your thoughts beliefs, and the things that you tell yourself on a daily basis. And I know there's some statistic about how many thoughts we have a day. I think it's like, uh, I'm not going to butcher it, but I know that they've done studies on this and they say, what percentage of thoughts are negative versus positive? And I think overwhelmingly, most of us are geared to think towards the negative. And I think it's some like 70 to 80% of our thoughts are typically negative, which is mind-blowing. And you think about it from the evolutionary standpoint, and I suppose we had to be wired that way to some degree because, you know, if you're in the woods and and you're protecting your family, you have to be consciously aware of your surroundings and whether a bear or somebody else is going to come at you and hurt your family, right? There's evolutionary reasons for why we were trained to have this ingrained almost negativity within us. But I think that as we evolve, it's ever more important to just be super conscious of how we're feeding our own mental bodies, our own emotional bodies with the thoughts that we think. And 
you know, it's interesting because I was watching a clip just earlier today on Instagram and it was Brad Lee. I don't know if any of you follow him, but he was talking about how it was an interview talking about Jordan Peterson. He's Jordan Peterson is a renowned psychologist, thought leader. Uh, he packs stages as a great speaker. And they were talking about when, when asked, he actually says that he struggles with self-doubt. And the, in the clip, they were talking about, wow, if he struggles with self-doubt, imagine, and he's a renowned author, speaker, psychologist. It's very normal, right? All of us, nobody is immune to this. And when asked, they said, what do you do with that self-doubt? And his response was, I, I have self-doubt, but I don't let it hold me back. I continue doing the things that I know to be true as the right step forward. And so I think that's just a, a reminder that there's no one that's immune to it. I struggle with it, and I know so many do, but it's what are the tools that are going to help us transcend those thoughts? And I was actually reading this book about self-compassion, and one of the things and tools they talked about was actually taking this because I think a lot of us have this, I guess, if you want to think of somebody being on your two shoulders, there's this person that's telling you how, how you're not going to succeed and the negative talk, right? And then you have the other side of you that's saying, no, we can do it. We can do it. And nine times out of 10, I think the negative talk is stronger until we can learn to have tools that help us transcend that. But I was talking to a friend and, and reading this book about self-compassion and, and, in the book, it talks about naming the negative person and naming it whatever name you want to come up with that maybe is, I don't know, somebody that you don't haven't liked before or somebody that a name that you can kind of just name the negative person. Let's just call her Nancy and no offense to any Nancy's out there. But when you start to hear that negative Nancy, let's just say coming at you, then you can say, you know what, Nancy, I hear you and I'm gonna, and I don't believe you, or, you know, I hear what you're saying, but like, cause who wants to hang out with a Nancy who wants to hang out with that person? And yet we allow this person to control our actions and our thoughts. And we believe it to be ourselves when in fact it is just this negative thought pattern, right? So how can we learn to speak to ourselves in more kindness, in more loving kindness? Because that is really being impeccable with our word is how are we talking to ourselves? If we have great power, if we are gifted with the ability to have manifest to our heart's desire and create, then let's not let this negative voice, this these words of negativity control the direction of where we want to go moving forward. And instead, let's name that and let's be super impeccable with how we talk to ourselves, being impeccable with your word and how you speak to yourself on a daily and a moment by moment basis. So that's number one. And then number two, we look at if number one is how we speak to ourselves, number two, I guess, I suppose would be obvious. It would be, how are we speaking to others? And I think there's two parts to this because it's, how are we speaking to others when they're present and when they're not present? The first comes up 
um, you know, if somebody's not there, right, it's gossip. How can we not engage in that? Because that's such a low frequency. And most of the time I find that people that engage in gossip or are talking negatively about others, what are they doing it for? They're doing it to feel better about themselves. So how can we, again, when we get caught in a conversation where maybe that's gone to talking about somebody else in a not flattering way or a not nice way, how can we get out of that or shift the conversation? Because that brings us down, right? And so even if you're not the one that's initiating or engaging in that, initiating that conversation by engaging, you're still bringing your frequency to a lower level and you're still not being impeccable with your word. So how do you transcend that? or turn the conversation when things start to turn that way. And then the other piece is how are we speaking to others? How are we showing up for others in a daily moment by moment basis? And this is how are we showing up for our spouse? How are we showing up for our friends, for our kids? And what life are we breathing into them? Are we consciously creating positivity Or are we, you know, shutting somebody down and a quick example. And I know for any parent out there, you've experienced this because this is, you know, I think we all have right when maybe we're, we've come home from work and we're really just, it's been a long day. Right. And so you just want some peace and quiet. And then your son or daughter is there laughing and playing and jumping around. And maybe you say, stop, be quiet you know, shut up or whatever, whatever that is. Right. And you kill their spirit just a little bit. So how can we show up differently, even with things like that, right? Even in those moments, how do we prepare differently for maybe how we enter the home? How do we prepare differently for maybe a a difficult conversation that we know we're going into? How can we mentally prepare how we want to speak life into that situation. And so, again, I think that one of the things that I was told when in my 20s, actually, I'll share this with you. I was at a conference. It was actually kind of a metaphysical, spiritual conference that I went to. I was one of the younger people that was in the audience. And the person leading it was highly psychic. And at the end, I was talking to her and she goes, you know, Kara, you heal people with your words. And the truth is, I don't know if, I don't know if I don't, but what I chose to believe is that I have that power. So that was really the gift that she gave me. And I think that all of us have that gift. All of us are gifted with the power to heal others with our words. And that knowledge, I think, carries power with it because there's a responsibility attached. It's that when you show up to a conversation with that intention, if that's the intention operating in the background, how can I heal other people with my words? And actually, I have the power to heal people through words. Then the word choice can sometimes be different. In a difficult conversation, it requires more conscious attention and intention to the words that we speak. But how can we show up differently if we know and make the agreement 
and the commitment to ourselves to be impeccable with our word always, and to know that you too have the power to heal people through your words. And so with that knowledge, how do you show up differently with other people and without them present, right? How are we talking about others and how are we talking about ourselves when we know that we were gifted with this power? Because we're really the only mammal that has the ability to speak with words. And again, it's a great power and it's a great responsibility that we use it very wisely. So with that said, as you go into the next week, really encourage you to, well, pick up the book if you haven't already or or download it on Audible. It's a great book. It's a very easy read. Um, But think about how can you be more impeccable with your words? And in each situation you're showing up to, how are you more impeccable with your word? And really, let's all make the commitment going into this season uh, where we're going to be probably challenged. Sometimes being around family can be challenging and all the other things and emotions that come up at the holidays. But how can we really make a conscious choice to say, I am committing to being impeccable with my word, not only with other people, but also with the words that I speak to myself. Wishing you a beautiful day and until next time. Loved being here with you today and would love to connect with you more over on Instagram. My handle is linked to the show notes or you can just type in at Kara Chafin Donna Frio. And I have something special for you as a free gift, my dynamic life journal. This special book has the power to really help you live a soul-inspired life. Go to freegiftfromkara.com. Easy to remember, freegiftfromkara.com. Until next time, beautiful people, sending all my love.